Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> This is Sharks Across Hollywood. We're talking about Men in Black this week because by the time you're hearing this, I'm sure Men in Black International will be out and everybody will have either shit on it or it'll surprise us all and it'll be okay. Who needed an expanded Men in Black universe, really? (laughs) Were we like chomping at the bit for that? Do you know who's directing Men in Black International? Surprised the shit out of me. Okay, shock me. It's F. Gary Gray. Why does that name sound familiar? He directed Friday, Straight Outta Compton. Really? Yeah. The director of Friday? Yeah, isn't that fucking weird? Wow. I went to see Brightburn last week and... (laughs) From and director F. Gary Gray. Yeah, well, they said, from the director of Straight Outta Compton. I'm like, why? <laughs> Tessa Thompson is her name. I was going to make a joke, but I forgot. Never mind. Hey, the men in black are fucking real, okay? Of course they are. If you're a conspiracy theory, they're fucking real. I don't know. Unlike the global conspiracy, which is the conspiracy that the Earth is a globe. Wake up, sheeple! It's a donut now. Obviously. It's the only sh- planetary shape that makes sense. And I'm thinking like, wow, that makes even less sense than flat earth, guys. <laughs> like, you guys are just fucking, you guys are just fucking with us. Now, Game of Thrones is over. We can't have the flat earth and an ice wall now. Now they have to make up something else. Okay. Anyways. So the origins of Men in Black, do you, do you, do you know anything about that besides the movie? I know that it was a Marvel comic because the opening credits said based on the Marvel comic. <laughs> it took me years to fucking catch that. <laughs> Like, I didn't notice that when I was a kid. I got it the very first time I saw it. I, I saw this movie. I, I have very fond memories of well, the Well, I mean, first time I was I 10 years old in ninety in 97. Yeah. So I didn't give a shit. Uh, 97 <laughs> was 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 sort of a, a, a big year for me. So I have I have very distinct memories of it. And, it, of course, seeing Men in Black was a great memory because it was... I had never heard of it. Like, I, I was kind of out of the loop socially at that point. I didn't have TV to watch. Like, I only watched movies. Like, I would buy VHSs or rent them at the video store. And that was all, that was all the media I got because I, I had a... TV that couldn't receive television and my parents didn't have cable my parents like thought cable was from Satan and so I hadn't I hadn't heard anything about men in black and so I was up in Colville the the booming metropolis of Colville working on renovating my grandma's house all fucking summer long we were up there working on this house and that was a fucking grueling summer they had a at the time I don't know if it's still the same but at the time they had one movie theater in Colville that got one movie a week well I think you've told me about this place before too oh no wait that was the place in, yeah that was a place Europe in, Rome, in yeah. Romania yeah no this is this is in Colville because Colville's just that fucking small that you, just, you can't you support just more than go one to places that have one movie theater <laughs> apparently apparently I, I gravitate towards them or movie towards, theaters that towards show one single movie. screen <laughs> movie theaters yeah yeah and and so we just kind of walked in and my dad was like hey let's go down and see a movie I saw some movie there it's called men in black you know, I don't know what it is, but uh, you know, like let let's go watch it. So we him him and me went down and watched it and laughed our fucking asses off. We walked out of the theater like, God, what a great movie! That was fantastic. We were like immediately telling all of our friends and stuff about. It. We we're like, you got to see this movie, Men in Black. It's fantastic because we hadn't we hadn't heard of it at all. We had no idea what it was, and of course, you know, it was a, this giant phenomenon that you know it became this huge thing. And but we didn't we had no idea what it was. I know, right? Remember back in the nineties when it was still okay not to know things yep because i mean the internet existed but who fucking had the internet in 97 i that's the crazy thing i had the internet you had the internet but you didn't have fucking cable that's because there was no it first off it was dial-up internet so we had a phone and i was mostly preoccupied with trying to download porn at that time and if you remember well you probably don't but in 1997 downloading porn was a fucking full-time job (laughs) because it was dial-up speeds and you had to you had first off you had to find it because it was under lock and key like it wasn't like it it wasn't the utopia the porn utopia that it is right now you had to find a website that would actually let you see the stuff without without registering a credit card first yes Pornhub did not exist no no and then if you could find it you had to download it one picture at a time which loaded at a fucking glacial pace oh and it was pictures from, he's not, he's that's not right. even talking that's right. video no here. video no no fuck we didn't get video for years no this was this was still images that 
would load from the top down. So first off, sometimes it would take three minutes before you could even tell if the woman was your type or not by, you know, like, like, like you could even start seeing her from the neck up. And then you had to like, okay, all right. All right. The eyes are looking good. Okay. All right. I like the nose. Oh, look at that fucking mouth. No, this is the wrong one. No, no, no. And then you're out. And then you've just wasted 15 minutes of your time. It was, it was a job. It was a full-time job. I did not know the internet existed until I was in fucking middle school. Yeah. I didn't know what that was. I thought, you know, I'm watching. I was an early adopter. I had two websites back then. Yeah. What the fuck? nerd i was watching shows like superhuman samurai cyber squad and i'm like oh these kids are jumping into computers cool i didn't know (laughs) what that meant like they obviously had the internet and i assume my school did because that's exactly what the internet was it was like it was all superhuman whatever what superhuman samurai cyber (laughs) Samurai cyber we talked about it last year oh jesus is that the is is that the uh no no that's the andy lawrence no matthew lawrence one i'm i'm thinking of uh tattooed teenagers no yeah by the same it's by the same company though it also aired on usa oh fantastic so it's you think power rangers looks cheap it doesn't compared to that <laughs> it looks power rangers it looks, looks like, like a, the 10 commandments yeah. compared to power rangers looks like a fucking tv show <laughs> yeah superhuman samurai cyber squad and it's awful and it's delightful Game of thrones hbo jump on it power rangers dark gritty power rangers tv show saban will never let that happen fuck no he won't that's why he got so pissed about that power ranger fan film anyways we'll get to that boy will we get to that so <laughs> Did you know the guy who wrote Men in Black uh, also wrote Bill and Ted? I did not know that. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and he wrote Bogus Journey as well. Mom and Dad Saved the World. Good Lord. Oh, everybody's hit and miss. Super Mario Brothers. Except Flea, of course. Super Mario Brothers, the movie. That is simultaneously the best and worst movie. It's. it's I was going to say, which I actually like a lot. Oh, it's it's so delightful. It's so much fun to watch, and it's such a piece of shit. It, oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's wonderful. Oh, and apparently he is writing the new Bill and Ted movie as well. So really, it's Ed Sullivan, by the so way. So he must everybody. have created the characters. Then. Yeah, it seems yeah. that way. And then now I'm just I'm going to look at the director because I I know his name Barry, Barry Sonnenfeld. Yeah, he he but actually done some he stuff. did Wild Wild West too, if I remember that, correctly. That is why I know his name. Okay, that's which has which has a fucking awesome tie-in song too, by the way. So fuck off. No, no, yes, that song no. that song is way better than the Men in Black song. That song is way better than Wild Wild West. That's the well, only thing. It's it, better. It it's so much better. Better than the movie that you think it's good when it's a piece of shit. Oh no, the movie's awful, but I like the song. See, like that, like like there's 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 a harsh difference between the quality level of Men in Black and the song, and the quality level of Wild Wild West, the movie and the song. Men in Black is a fucking stellar movie with an okay. All right, I will admit Men in Black is an okay song, but. That movie was so good it deserved a much better song. Whereas Wild Wild West didn't deserve Wild Wild West, which was kind of a crappy song, but was so much better than the movie it represented that it looked like a great song just because you were juxtaposing it against a piece of shit. Also, keep in mind, I was 12 when that movie came out, so nostalgia. Which one? I was 10 when Men in Black came out, 12 when Wild 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 West West came out. out. It may be nostalgia. I'll tell you a dirty, dirty fact my son doesn't know about his life. Please tell me he was conceived while watching Wild Wild West? No, but it was the first movie he ever attended. <laughs> was she was she pregnant at the time? Or? No, he had just been born and we were those assholes. Oh, fuck you. Yes. And I... you know what? You know what? I have regretted every movie I ever took a baby to except that one. Because fuck <laughs> that movie. Okay, let's talk about the good movie now. All right, yeah, let's talk Everybody's... about, let's talk about, yeah. let's talk about a movie we actually like. But yeah, I'm trying to find these fucking comic books and they don't, they, they exist, but they're $60. There's no, there's no mass. There's no trade paperback. Yeah. yeah. Which is a bummer because I watched some YouTube videos and it looked fucking badass both characters are white by the way yeah i i but, did i i do i do recall that and it's black and white so i'm like can i get it on my fucking kindle no you can't comiXology doesn't have it i don't think so i will i didn't check them but i googled it check comiXology they have they have a huge library i would assume that if i googled the men in black comic comiXology would be probably the first thing to pop up and it I, it wasn't even on the firm page i just go to so, do you have the app no i don't but you should get the app it's um i, I mean if you're if you like reading comics digitally i mean not everybody I, I don't, but if I have to, I will. Yeah. Especially if it's in black and white. The anyways. thing is, you can, you can get them really cheap. Yeah. Like, they are really cheap on there. 
I would I would consider doing it more often if I had a Kindle that was also color. So if I got like the Amazon oh, yeah. Kindle, the Kindle Fire like tablet where it was actually in color, that'd yeah. be better. see like that was when I that was when I got the Comixology app and I actually bought a bunch of it was when I had a tablet. I stopped using my tablet. I got a phone and it's way harder on your phone. This thing's so small. Oh, it's fucking impossible. Like, it's it's impossible to read comic books on your phone. And I don't I didn't like the way like oh it jumps from panel to panel. I'm like, can I just see the whole fucking page, please? Yeah, and that's why it's that's why it's only good on that's why it's only good on a tablet yeah yeah but i'm really i'm really interested in it It looks really cool and it looks super fucking violent and weird and i think you know what my you know what my bet is my bet is that um it's so very different from the movie franchise that that the that whoever who is it sony who owns the movie franchise or something i i don't know who owns it but yeah they probably want to bury it because they don't want to be associated with like a really dark gritty men in black comic book i don't know that is possible they do they do continue to i mean it's a it, it's something they're they're continuing to make movies for so you know like they yeah want, that they, too and they want the brand to to be what they dictate it is they keep on neutering characters that should be a lot more well i said neuter and i'm gonna say a lot more ballsy haha <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mean to do that like Venom and stuff like that. So they teased at the end of the Venom movie, they teased fucking Carnage. I'm like, ha, PG-13? No. No. A PG-13 Carnage movie would be, oh. No. That would be a piece of shit. Oy, I haven't seen the Venom. I, I do want to see the Venom movie. I mean, I'm willing to give it a chance. It's one of those movies that uh, the it's so fucking slow at the beginning. And I'm just like, stop fucking talking. Stop talking. Turn into Venom, please. And then there's all these, it's, it's fucking directed by Ruben Fleischer, right? The guy who did Zombieland, and he did some oh, episodes really? of uh, the Santa Clarita Diet, and I'm like, well, fuck, oh. he's he's good. Seems like right? it should be good. I well, guarantee Sony was like, hey, yeah, do this, no. do this, and you could. There's a lot of horror elements in it, and I'm like, fuck, if they would have leaned into that, this movie could have been. That's the great. Tr- that's the trouble with that's the trouble with big budget franchises like that. Okay, so let's start with that. Pretty much the first scene here. Uh, I said it's not a super PC way to open a fucking movie, but it was the mid '90s, so I think we can give it a little bit of a break. Well, I think they were. I think they were drawing the. They, they <laughs> yeah. were they were trying to draw the comparison between basically about xenophobia you know they were trying to point out the xenophobic angle which is you know like why the secrecy and everything because of xenophobia so of course they of course they open up with the with the what are those guys called they're called like lobos or something the the guys who run illegals across the border for coyote oh coyotes that's it coyotes they take money and run people across the border illegally so of course of course they opened up with that and then of course and then transition into this into this actual alien it's a it's a great parallel thing it's uh, yeah, maybe not 100% PC, and they probably would have rethought it nowadays. <laughs> oh, yeah. It took me until now to realize that that's not a severed head, that it's a, like a mechanical <laughs> head that he must have made. This was your first <laughs> viewing where you realized he didn't cut off someone's head and put it on a stick. I haven't watched it in a really long time. Like Tommy Lee so. <laughs> Jones' head in uh, Natural Born Killers. What's a Natural Born Killers? Fuck you. I've actually never seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay, so the second the movie started, I got thinking about, yes, another movie, but I'm only going to touch on it for a second because it'll be really funny, I think. So, in 1998, they made a parody movie, a TV movie, which, by the way, has a 2.8 on Rotten to, uh, on IMDb. It stars Thomas Wilson, Thomas F. Wilson from Back to the Future. He plays Biff. Oh, nice. And it's called Men in White. It's essentially, it's a spoof of Men in Black, and it's about two garbage men. Like, let's, let's see. A spoof of recent science fiction films, including all of the obvious choices and Dr. Strangelove. What? Finds two garbage men defeating an alien invasion. I remember it being on, I think, the Family Channel at one point. Oh, ooh, Do you remember oh, the Family Channel? God. Yeah, made for TV movie, and I never actually watched it. It sounds fun when you say it, but then you're like, "Yeah, for the family channel." Like, ah. But yeah, so that's the the second that started. I'm like, "Oh fuck, I remember that." I have to, I have to at least bring it up. Actually, you know what? That might be a, that might be a good stinker fest candidate. I might have to check that out if we can find it. It might be only streaming on like you might be able to find it on YouTube. I yeah. don't think it has a physical copy. If it does, I would be very surprised, and I'd kind of want to have it. Mine on VHS. Oh shit! This was the this was the era of VHS, and I rented this movie, Men in Black, by the way. Way, several times oh yeah for yeah. sure because you never bought movies back then you always rented them you rented i did them. i actually did that was 97 was the year i first started buying vhs's okay. you were older and you had you had your own money. yeah i was 18 <laughs> that, that was the year i turned 18 and i started buying i joined the uh the the columbia house movie club yes yes 12 movies for a penny and then they fuck you in the ass and with the rest of them you only have to buy you only have to buy three more in the next three years or two years or whatever it is and they're 79.95 piece. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I learned. I learned a hard lesson that that day. But I did get my movies for a penny. 
<laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I'm kind of glad I missed that. Like, <laughs> I wasn't old enough to start, like, making my own money choices then. Because I didn't start buying movies until DVDs were firmly established and VHS were oh. done. Like, I bought a couple, of course. Like, you know, like, hey, I have, I got Christmas money. I'm going to go buy, I'm going to go to the toy store. I'm going to buy this shitty X-Men show. <laughs> and I did. It is funny how few years there were that I spent buying VHSs. Because it seemed, because I did accumulate a lot of them. But it was only from 1997 until 2002. Yeah. In 2002, I was I, I made the switch to DVD. Yeah, because DVDs were starting to, and you were you were seeing like, oh shit, well that's phasing out. I'm thinking better, yeah. you know, start fucking upgrading. So I yeah, I got five years of movie buying in there, and I bought a shit ton of movies in that time. Like I had a bunch, but they were all bought by my dad. <laughs> he spoiled me fucking rotten, which is why I'm such a piece of shit now. No, I had Thanks, I had, dad. I had probably like two or three of your shelves over there full of them. But that's full of VHSs. Yeah, so. it's full of VHS. Well, you might have had the same amount then. Because those are all my horror pack movies. <laughs> Is that just horror That's pack not movies? just horror pack. Oh. There's just, just horror movies in general, but a lot. At least half of it now is horror pack. Fucking love horror pack. Even when they send me shit that I'll never watch, it's just still kind of Horror fun. pack. Sponsor us. Come on. Please. Please sponsor us and they have nothing to do with this. We gotta stop advertising. I know. <laughs> They're like, why would we spot? You're giving us free advertisement. Well, I didn't make another note until until Will Smith jumped off the fucking bridge and landed on the top of that double-decker bus and just says, it just be raining black people in New York because even as a kid that made me laugh okay well I I did make a note before that as a matter of fact I made all my notes before that and then you just uh, stopped <laughs> and then I just stopped yep I just stopped as soon as as soon as what is what was his name D as soon yeah, as yeah. D gets neuralized I my note taking was done I even made a bad joke so once we get there I get to I get to tell you I, get, I wrote down a bad joke again <laughs> I, I was watching this with a friend of mine and she made it she made a great comment about the scene where K and D are having the conversation where he's like ah, I, I I wanted I wanted to I tried you know blah but my this old body of mine she's like Jesus this is like an erectile dysfunction commercial <laughs> <laughs> like it happens didn't used to yeah <laughs> yeah it's like the, the whole, ev- all the dialogue of that little that little snippet could be straight out of an erectile dysfunction. Coach. Well, it is two very old men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. I just thought that was funny. I was like, I'm fucking saying that on the podcast. I hope you <laughs> are fine with me stealing that because I am. Well, here it is. It's out in the ether now. Can't fucking get away from it. I always felt like this movie had a Tim Burton-y feel to it, but like it wasn't, like it didn't. And I, mean, I, I only realized it this time. It's because Danny Elfman does the fucking soundtrack. Yeah, right. And it is a comic book movie, so. Yeah. Whether or not we actually realized that back then, because I still, I, I bet nobody really even knows that a lot now. About how Danny Elfman sort of defined the sound of Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, I mean, for the whole 90s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely, even even the Batman cartoon yep. show that had the thing. Yep. Good old Elfman. And I fucking, I love that Batman theme. Also, this has nothing to do with it, but that's my favorite Batmobile, too. The uh, animated series? No, the 90s Tim Burton one. Oh, the Tim Burton one. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of jump back I, and forth. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. The, uh, the, the, the original original Michael Keaton Batman Batmobile is my favorite Batman. It's completely fucking unrealistic. That would never actually oh, work. Oh, no, absolutely not. It but looks it awesome. fucking awesome. So cool. So after, where are we at? Oh, it's, it's raining black people in New York. The writing in this movie so. <laughs> is, and this is this is the reason I think Men in Black 2 doesn't, doesn't hold up, is because the, the script for this movie is just perfect. I mean, every single line is calibrated to deliver everything you want. It's funny, it's clever, it's snappy, and it delivers the information information you need in a in a in a crisp tight manner the writing on this script is just perfect it's like as a writer looking looking at the way this script was written i'm i'm just kind of in awe i'm like you know i i doubt i will ever write something that good that is that pristine you know like the only thing the literally the only thing that is wrong with it are a couple of moments where you can tell will smith is improvising you're talking about the the where they flashy thing the the redneck woman whose husband is <laughs> well th- th- there, there's a few there's a few spots there's a few <laughs> different spots but the writing the writing is so tight it's so crisp it's like so perfectly polished that I, I i just i couldn't stop gushing over it that like i'm watching it with my friend the whole time I'm like the, this is such good fucking writing I, I can't believe how good how snappy this dialogue is it's so it's it's like if kevin smith gave his script more drafts yeah okay that that's a good if he wrote a men in black movie it actually gave a shit when he wrote it yeah like dogma dogma is a is a script that you can tell he put through a lot of drafts he really he really spent a lot of time drilling that script into perfection 
I feel like that's one of those ones that he had just cooking for 10 years until yeah. he finally made it. No, I mean, he, yeah. he literally, that's the tag at the end of Clerks, is Jay and Silent Bob will return in Dogma. Does it say that? Yeah. At the end of at Clerks. At the end of Clerks. Wow. We're going to get to Clerks one day. So he's chasing this fucking alien guy he did, and it's parkour before parkour was popular. Yeah. Sort of. This fucking Yeah, before guy. French people came around. And yeah, it, 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 it sets up Will Smith as this fucking badass who can okay, I, I just, run really fast. I, I just got to, I just got to put this out there. He doesn't blink his fucking eyelids once and then blink them. No, again. he doesn't. He just does he? blinks them again. Yeah. Because I was watching and he delivers that whole scene without blinking a single time. And then his eyes snap sideways. And it's like he blinked them once and then he blinked a second set of eyelids. I'm like, no, he fucking didn't. You liar. You lying, <laughs> lying, liar, bastard man. In fairness, his uh, I oh, oh, damn it. I missed I missed my opportunity to say to be fair and have you sing it to me. <laughs> Shit. Anyways, he was probably running on adrenaline at that point. He Maybe he blinked and just figured, no, oh, that's the other guy doing it because he's on crack. I think this is a perfect example of why police testimony shouldn't hold up in court in most cases. This? Is this, <laughs> this is the scene this they is, should show in the courtroom. Is, exactly. This is why we need body cams on every officer. Ooh, now we're getting political. I'm going to have to cut that shit out. <laughs> so that guy gets away. Also, where the fuck does he go when he jumps off the roof? And also, the uh, little he, bit of, I think he dies. He's not there. He's not down there. No, that's just it. They never reverse cut. Oh, they never cut. show it. Fuck. They never reverse cut. Because I thought that's what was going to happen too. But they don't. And he actually did go down. It shows him like falling on his back all the way to like yeah. inches above the ground. Well, maybe and then I... it cuts and it does not reverse shot to show what happened. Hey, Mandela effect, everybody. That's exactly what just happened there. And I, I totally, to God, I totally right? thought he ran off too. Fuck. It's real. Totally real. Hey, now I can get to my bad joke because that's the end of that scene. All right. So we meet a we meet our we meet our villain Vincent D'Onofrio in his most iconic role. Fight me. <laughs> and then that other woman who plays his wife that you see in a bunch of movies and she's just kind of funny looking. And Egger suit. The Egger suit. It's like like wearing Egger. So the whole time, like a, like, I, yeah, like an Egger suit. I I thought like is his name is his name actually Egger? Edgar, <laughs> or is it actually Egger? But then finally Kay says it later on. Yeah, he says. I'm like, a- okay, Edgar. okay. So that thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so he's D'Onofrio's character is being very abusive and very mean to his wife. And I remember watching this with my mom when I when I was a kid when it first came out. And she's like, Jesus, that's that's bad. All that you know, because she's this sort of feminist. But you know, well, I think the idea is we're not supposed to feel bad yeah, for yeah, him when exactly. He gets killed by the alien. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, I just I just want this guy to fucking die. Well, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's absolutely that's why it gets the PG-13 rating, even though a guy gets literally peeled in the first 10 minutes of the movie. <laughs> There's some pretty gruesome deaths in this. Yeah. Yeah. And they're on screen, too, most of them. Well, some of them. Not, well, the, like, not the grossest ones. Like the exploding gross... <laughs> the, the, the exploding alien entrails all over yeah it. like like it, the only reason they got away with it is because, because in, it's an alien. entrails are blue and it's blue yeah <laughs> if they were red they'd be like no fucking way you're putting that on screen yeah exactly that's that's what like the ninja turtles cartoon they, the only reason they got away with severing the foot soldiers heads is because they were robots, they were robots yeah. exactly even though i'm pretty sure the ninja i like that did that in the comics all the time oh they absolutely <laughs> did and they were not robots in the comics no but <laughs> I, I like that they didn't make them robots in the movie oh 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 boy will we get to those movies i will say that that the foot soldiers never become robots which is good in the movies yeah honestly after after vanilla ice ninja raps i i kind of couldn't give a shit what they did after that point he makes some comment about the only the only thing that pulls its weight around here is my My goddamn goddamn truck truck. and then and then the shit again it's such a 90s joke too perfect perfect (laughs) this it's perfect writing it's perfect writing setup payoff humorous juxtaposition of imagery and stuff like that It, it it's fantastic the script is so tight it's so tight I believe you. I do believe you. I'm not. I'm not even being sarcastic. I'm. You're. You're. You're pointing it out. And I'm like, yeah. It actually. Yep. I just had a writing boner the entire time I'm watching this movie. <laughs> I had a regular boner the whole time. I had a regular boner too. Don't get me wrong. Will Smith is fucking. This. This is Will Smith at his Will Smithiest. And actually, it's... I'm. I'm all about Linda Fiorentino, who was in Dogma too, by the way. Oh, she was. Fuck. Like yeah. Jesus's great, 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 great grandniece. Yay, dogma! Edgar gets fucking. He goes and he'll pry this fucking gun from my cold dead hands. So he, so he goes out there and he's you know cold dead fingers and all that shit. And the and the alien who we don't see is like you know acceptable. Oh, and then he <laughs> fucking grabs him and you see the skin like just the skin flop out on top of the thing. <laughs> and I don't know how I didn't have nightmares about this shit Which when I was a kid. Which is so it's fucking <laughs> gruesome if you think about it. <laughs> what did he do to him down there? What's left of him down there? Yeah, I'm very. I'm curious. <laughs> 
Where's the rest of Edgar? Because he, because at the end of the movie, when he eats K, he just eats him. Yeah. So what the fuck happened? Well, no, he clearly wanted an Edgar suit. Well, yeah, he needed. He he's a, he's a smart villain. So Edgar pops up. And now his skin's hanging off of him and he looks now like zom- shit. Now he's zombie Edgar. And I said, his name is Edgar, right? Should change his name to Deadger now. <laughs> that was the longest setup for the I dumbest c- joke. I couldn't squeeze it out. may have ever had on this podcast. Couldn't squeeze it out. I, like I, 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 I'm sort of in awe. Like, I'm impressed. <laughs> the level of the level of dedication you gave to that joke. <laughs> I had to get it out. Like, I mean, bravo. Thank you. Then he asks for sugar water, and she's like, what the fuck? And then he does that fucking really funny thing where she's like, your skin is hanging off your bones. And he's like, is this better? And he grabs <laughs> his fucking face. I just about shit myself laughing the first time I saw that. I, <laughs> even, I love that part even when I was a kid, and it always oh, yeah. weirded me out. Oh, God. I laughed so, I laughed so hard in the theater. I I think I think I, I made people leave just because I was laughing so goddamn hard. I can't remember like this time around. A lot of stuff made me laugh, and I should have written it down because it was it was all the quippy one-liners. I think it was stuff that Kay says to Jay, and then Jay turns it into his his Will Smithy bullshit. Yeah, because again, this is Will Smith at his Will Smithiest. This which isn't a bad which thing. isn't a bad thing. It's which not I, a bad thing. There's a reason he is fucking Will Smith. He's incredibly charming, and he's at full charm in this movie. And and you know what? He's right. He does make it look good. He does. Mm. He does. Mm. Now we go back to Jay and he's sitting in the office getting interrogated while getting, you know, interviewed or whatever. What What is that? Uh, debriefed. Debriefed. Thank you. And the fat cop is there and, you know, with lots of fat jokes because people like that in the 90s, which I always thought it was funny. You could take 10 minutes on a Stairmaster, you pudgy bastard. I always like that line. <laughs> But he's he's telling them that's that's where we get the he blinked one set and then he blinked a completely different set and then everybody leaves and then Linda Linda Fiorentino comes in and says I believe you and he's like oh hey cool who are you bye and she just walks out and then Kay you see her walk and this this part kind of weirded me out you see you see her walking out and then Kay walks in and you just see the silhouettes on the outside of the windows and he's like hey uh would you just look at this thing flash and he just leaves he doesn't tell he her he doesn't like anything. tell her anything <laughs> she's just suddenly got a blank for like the last twelve hours in her head like. Does she know where she is right now? Where's the aftermath of that situation? <laughs> like she's, she doesn't remember anything. And she's just that's like, an entire short story right there. Is is her waking up? Yeah, in the in the in the, in the hallway office, right there. NYPD in the halls of the NYPD. Like how the fuck did I get here? Like what did I do? What happened? <laughs> Why am I here? Did I? And then and then she goes on a fucking murder spree because. <laughs> She's always wanted to, and that's why she thinks she's there. I love the cutaway. Again, this is this is one of those writing moments where <laughs> she she has that moment where, and of course we're skipping ahead to where they're in the morgue with her. And she's like, you know what I like to do sometimes after everybody's gone. Well, and then <laughs> and then Kate interrupts what? him, and you never get to find out what she likes to do, and you just know it's something fucking creepy, but you, they never. S- you, you <laughs> yeah, never know for sure what it is. I did not even think about that. But yeah, yeah. Then K that's comes solid in. solid writing is yeah. what that no, is. No, you're, you're right, man. I'm I'm with you on that. So now I really want to watch the second one again so I can see. Again, I haven't seen that one in forever either. So I can compare, man. I'm not saying it's not fair to compare because I haven't watched the second one since 1999. And who doesn't want to see Bismarcky fucking beatboxing, man? Come on, that's come on. That's right. Bismarcky's in it, isn't he? <laughs> no, you know you know, you know, know why I remember that it was 1999 that I watched it? Because I was staying at the house of people who were prepping for Y2K when I saw it. Why? Because they believed that everything was going to fall apart, that society was going to crumble. They had a room. I shit you not, it was as big as this room. Filled. Like, at least, at least like the equivalent of if it was halfway you know like four feet deep you know i mean it was piled up you know so it's like it it wasn't it wasn't like a four foot sea of food and water supplies but (laughs) it was the equivalent of if the entire room had been filled to like the four foot mark and this this room is what would you say this room is like 200 square feet uh sure sure that's yeah 20 by 10 carpentry and is it like 20 maybe 15 by 10 maybe 150 square feet i can move in it also i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck you up right now men in black 2 came out in 2002 man not 99 men in black 2 did not come out in 2002 sure did what yeah what they were they they could have been prepping for one of those other apocalypses that never fucking happened oh it must be some other movie i'm thinking of then i could have sworn that was when i saw men in black too Fuck. i had i had to check you because you're kind of bad with dates so you're right i am i, I am. needed to I'm shut so you down bad. i am so bad no i i maintain men in black 2 is a piece of shit 
Um, <laughs> it took a. I just seem to. Know? I just seem to have interposed that memory into that span. I know we watched Men in Black a lot, also in '99. Because you know, I mean, it was it was still a phenomenon, obviously. And we watched a lot of movies at that house. A lot of movies. The big issue that I have with it already is that you know there you know the production had to have been kind of troubled because a it took five years. B it's only 88 minutes long. It took them five years to come up with that. With an 88 minute movie. 88 minutes, and that still astounds me. How did they get all that shit into an 88 minute movie that's not I, that long i could not tell you anything that happens in that movie other than rosario dawson is hot johnny knoxville has three heads oh fuck knoxville's in it oh uh, my god <laughs> it's getting worse the more you describe it to me i know he didn't really become a good actor until later i mean don't get me like, wrong i love bismarcky as much as anybody i fucking love bismarcky man anyways no, i'm not anti-bismarcky i'm totally good. pro bismarcky jay gets recruited but we get we got to go see jeebs first because he wants to show him the gun oh that's right tony and, shalhoub before monk <laughs> and i fucking love this scene i always have it's so funny <laughs> it's great scene every scene in this movie is so goddamn good just you know jay is super fucked up at this point he's like i don't believe this this is weird why is this stuff hey there's a gun will smith knows jeeves of course because you know it's a pawn shop and all pawn shops sell stolen shit i'm pretty sure that's true just across the board so i'm not trying to generalize really but you know he's like he's like hey where i I hear you're into fucking like guns and stuff he's like nope just just the stolen rolexes then that's all i got <laughs> and then and then i love that jay walks jay's in there first and jeebs is like yeah no no yeah i don't do anything and then Kay's like hey no the other stuff again again <laughs> with that timing that good yeah, perfect timing. setup payoff this this movie the timing the comedic timing of everything is is just so on when he shoots him in the head his yeah we're gonna talk about those rolexes too <laughs> after i mean the whole thing because he has to he has to man up a little bit yeah he has, he's just so fucking out of like, control flex for tommy tommy lee jones's sake i almost said tommy was so oh oh dude i'm so fucking tired can you fucking imagine (laughs) how sweet would it be to have tommy was so in a men in black if he's not in men in black international i don't even want to be there no he's he's the man in black he he's zed we are not hosting an intergalactic kicker why do you think we're hosting intergalactic beach party or something (laughs) oh yes come on mark I mean, M, M, <laughs> I mean, M line. <laughs> so Jay finally gets recruited. Fuck it. After, after K tricks him into buying him egg rolls. Cause he keeps on flashy thinking him and giving him. Did he only do it once though? He only did it. He once. only did it once he to him. The, the recruitment scene. I really enjoy when they're giving him the test and everything. The se- oh, that whole, that whole scene. <laughs> Fuck the, the, when he gets up and drags that thing across the floor and it's so <laughs> fucking loud. Just, <laughs> That is comedic brilliance is what that is. Just the disdain on everybody's face in that room. Like, what the fuck? And this is like, Men in Black was sort of like the end of an era that has only been continued by guys who are real hardcore cinephiles like Edgar Wright and Wes Anderson and guys like that, in which the comedy uses all the different elements that film brings in. It uses the visual. It uses words. It uses sound. It uses camera direction. like, Like, all of the stuff is used to great comedic effect. It's a really, it's such a... It's such a great movie. And nowadays, you know, nowadays, like all comedy seems to be like just improv based, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with improv. I like improv, you but it's fucking fault. That is, but it, yeah, it's fucking Seth Rogen and Judd Apatow. A good scripted comedy is really hard to come by, isn't it? You know, I mean, I mean, it's, it's the reason that the, uh, the Ghostbusters remake was so disappointing is they didn't, it, they didn't, they were, they, it was all about improv. It wasn't strong scripting. It was all about, Hey, I can be louder than you can. I didn't it, like that movie very much. No, neither did I. I mean, most people didn't i i'm not saying that it's not you know it doesn't have any redeeming qualities it does no it's another but, it's another average ish but yeah i mean you know it's like it's symptomatic of post apatow comedy post apatow hollywood comedy is, is yeah it, like it's only taking advantage of one aspect of comedy and there are so many aspects of comedy and timing like that joke that that whole joke is set up because of silence. The joke with the table wouldn't be half as funny if he was saying all kinds of shit and then went over and drug the table. It's funny because there's so much silence in that scene. There's all that buildup of everybody trying to do the test and the discomfort and nobody can do it right. None of these guys can do it right. Everybody's fucked. They're punching <laughs> holes in the paper. And, and then he gets up and he does it and just... <laughs> 
and it kills it kills and will smith i didn't realize how good he was at physical comedy just like all the all the subtle shit just him washing everybody with the pencil and him breaking the fucking pencil and then trying to write on it yeah while holding, holding it together holding when you could together. just you could just use the tip <laughs> fucking weirdo i always thought that even when i was 10 years old oh, watching yeah. this movie so I'm like, what the fuck every is wrong time with you? i watch it every time i watch it it's because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing yeah. and you're right none of those other guys do even that's though the whole point then none of them none of them know what they're doing that's what makes will smith's character such a relatable character that's why you're immediately <laughs> on his side is because of that scene when he goes he's just so excited the, the best of the best of the best he clearly has and no idea with honors here <laughs> He, I love he that. doesn't have yeah. he has no idea why we're here <laughs> <You know. laughs> and then we move on to the the shooting range oh god <laughs> i mean you didn't know anything about that you'd probably be doing the same thing he did he's just like um okay and then he shoots a little white girl in the head the timing on that again <laughs> timing you know like what'd you care to explain why you felt and then zooming in towards the camera <laughs> Little Tiffany had to die. It was, uh, it's just, you know, using all the tools at their disposal. And I absolutely, I, I agree with his explanation. Yeah. Oh, no, it's 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 a great explanation. That's ten- what <laughs> makes it so good is that it actually works. Ten-year-old white girl with all those books are way too advanced for her zen. <laughs> I'd appreciate yeah, it if you eased up off my back. About, I, I forgot how much I liked this movie. Or do I owe her an apology? Because <laughs> <laughs> Zed's too no bullshit. Like, and he's, he's trying, he's trying to get through to all these guys that don't have a sense of humor and that line that line oh my god what a great every time i i get giddy waiting for it and then he delivers it the congratulations you're everything we've come to expect from years of government training (laughs) (laughs) over dramatic did they all just did they all make it in no that's the whole point none of them made it okay is that is that where that was supposed to go yeah okay I never caught that. Really? He was insulting. That's the joke. He's insulting them, not complimenting them. But it comes off like an insult, and that's why it's such a great line. I, I get it. Yay. It had to be explained to me because I'm kind of a dummy. Did but you seriously it. just now get that? Yes. <laughs> you just made it so much funnier for me now. <laughs> oh, oh, now, and after he finally does get recruited, we have we have the we have the typical, like, you know, think about it. Is it worth it? If you're strong enough. And then, of course, it's worth it, right? So he puts on the last suit he'll ever wear. And you know the difference between me and you is I make this look good. And he does. He does. Now we get to the, <laughs> we get to the screen. The screen with all the fucking people that are supposed to be aliens. <laughs> now, and he, what, 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 is, what are the two aliens? And Bob. I had to pause it to see all these people on the screen. Okay, who, who all's on there? So I think definitely Stallone. Al Roker, the fucking weather guy. Really? I, I swear it was him. Whitney Houston, maybe? Steven Spielberg, because he produced Spielberg, the fucking movie. Spielberg goes up there yeah tony robbins was on there oh really and i'm like if that. anybody is a fucking alien it's tony Robbins. now help me out here at the bottom center was that danny devito i couldn't make out any fucking more than that I, that's i i could <laughs> swear it was danny devito at bottom center even though i paused it and i stared at it for like a minute <laughs> and the girls are like what, what happened what why did it break <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I fucking I had to rewind it and pause it again. No, no, I'm I'm just I'm just double checking. I'm just I'm just looking at it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Reggie and his weird squid baby. That's what I put in my notes. So that's it. That's his first. That's his first little thing. I don't know how they get away with this shit. <laughs> Because Kay's like, you know, where are you going? Let's go over here and talk. And like, oh, no, he'll he'll handle the he'll handle the kid. It's uh, <laughs> it's fine. And clearly, Jay has no idea what the fuck he's doing. Obviously. But, and Reggie's like, is it, are you sure he's going to be okay? He's like, yeah, he does it all the time. But he's asking a bunch of questions. Is this guy retarded? Is this alien just stupid? He should have been like, no, I think I'll stay over there with But that's my not wife. funny. I know. <laughs> I'm just thinking logically in a world that don't, doesn't don't, have any don't, logic. Don't apply too much logic to it. The writing's good, but I mean, it is a fantasy world, so. That little squid baby is totally adorable. That is the cutest alien monster I've ever seen. I've, I've always enjoyed it. He's super cute, and I wonder what he looks like when he when he's older. Probably not that cute anymore. I think it was a girl. It. Congratulations. I think it's a squid. I think they did call it she. Oh, did they? At some okay. point. No, but he 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 did say that he did have that line. It's a squid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then they check the tabloids because... Which is such a... Oh, God. Such a great twist to the story. Like, <laughs> that it turns out the tabloids... Which, that is kind of funny because kids nowadays don't really know what tabloids... I mean... Yeah, I was going to say, this is... Tabloids... That's a relic. Tabloids nowadays... Tabloids nowadays are nothing but celebrity gossip. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, it's not like nobody knows what they are. But... 
people don't remember things like the Weekly World News. The Weekly World News was magical, and uh, and that's what those tabloids were based on. For all you for all you youngsters out there who weren't alive for it, there was a, there was a tabloid called the Weekly World News that ran some of the most fantastic stories, like how the Bat Boy led police <laughs> on a ten mile yes. car chase. It was fucking amazing and it, it wasn't like because seriously all tabloids nowadays are just gossip rags that's it that's which it. kardashian is fucking yeah this guy which is yeah. so fucking boring but the weekly world news had the balls to break the story about george w bush meeting with the aliens and i'm trying to i'm trying to remember the uh the nazi submarine that's been patrolling the sh- off the shores of the united states since world war ii what the fuck uh, yeah no i these are real these are stories that i I actually read in the weekly world news my aunt had a subscription to it in the 1980s and oh god it was so goddamn funny even as a kid i was like that's bullshit but it's kind of cool <laughs> it's fucking hilarious right <laughs> yeah. that's the best that's how they figure out that they need to go to this redneck place yep because the aliens stole my husband and made the a skin alien, suit alien told <laughs> stole my husband's skin yeah there we go fuck you i have a shitty memory tonight anyways it's this is where we get the egger suit Okay, look, look, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to sound like the weird guy in this. And look, Linda Fiorentino is clearly the one I want to bang in this movie. You know, like I got a big thing for Linda Fiorentino, but the Egger suit lady was kind of doing it for me. <laughs> well, well, here, here's the solution to that. OK, you get them both together in a three way. Oh, my God. <laughs> That would be so hot. And that way, you know, you get you get them both. You, I get Egger suit and likes to fuck dead people. Yeah. Yes. She might want you to lay very still. She might. Or she might want Egger suit to lay very still. Is it getting, can I watch? I don't know why we're not watching that right now. I mean, somebody's got to hold the camera, right? Yep. But I always say. I think I now have to Google Egger suit corpse. Uh. <laughs> There's got to be some fan fiction out there. <laughs> where Where is that rule 34? What is the fucking men in black porn called? Jumping on board the Google machine? Go to Pornhub dot com men in search men in black men in black porn i'm just Googling no just search it. men in black rule 34 you porn men in black a hardcore parody trailer <laughs> come on cue it up give us some audio <laughs> going back to that that comment i made about them not having a sense of humor he does say when he goes to the goes to the egg suit lady's house and she does say is this some kind of a joke and he's like we don't have a sense of humor that we're aware of we at the fbi do not have a sense of humor that we're aware <laughs> yeah. of but then yet i know he was kind of like playing a character but he doesn't have a sense of humor throughout the entire movie really and then he does a bunch of goofy shit singing the elvis song when, <laughs> when the cars yeah. in the tunnel but this is where another one of those Will Smith fucking uh, just babbling scenes happen. I think he has a sense. I think he has a sense of humor. I think he has a really dry sense of humor. He's like Christopher Guest. He's no nonsense. Like just a but just an know. arid, dry <laughs> sense of humor. He gives her the flashy thing and then normal stuff. I'll, he's I'll he's abusive. Fuck that guy. Thing. Yeah, you will I'll flash my thing. And then and then Will Smith is like, yeah, because you don't need him anyways. He didn't appreciate you, and you better call a decorator to come in here quick. Because damn, you know what? In fact. <laughs> You kicked him out. We're not even halfway through the movie yet. I'm not sure what happens next, but the next note that I made was the the bad guy's in town, the and he's his truck, which by the way, his truck is now an exterminator van because oh, he killed the exterminator, which was another great, another masterfully written scene. And that was also gross. Oh yeah, totally gross. Like that it wasn't like gory or anything. That was fuck. that was that was a horrific murder scene, and it just like you're just chuckling at it the whole day. <laughs> like, oh, I wouldn't want to go that way. So what about that scene was well written? Every everything yeah. the, the the whole thing about the the parallel between cockroaches and humanity. You oh, know, yep. you know, I have noticed that there are these. This planet is infested with these parasitic creatures who think that they rule the world when really they're just, oh, fuck. I can't even remember it all. I certainly can't do it justice, but what are, yeah, don't you, don't you want to kill him? Oh, in the worst way. In the worst way, yes. (laughs) After after that scene, we get, he puts his fucking little flying saucer in the truck and he has to rip the fucking... (laughs) the roof open because the flying saucer's too big but it, it eventually another great sight gag it does it gets towed like 
Is that that's after he that's gets when he's the... smashing the the that's after oh yeah he, after he gets yeah. the diamonds after he after he kills the prince and steals the diamonds thinking that they're the galaxy and then he goes back to the diamond shop and he realizes that the uh, the galaxy is on the cat's is on the cat's uh, uh, collar or Orion's Orion's belt. belt. I don't know if you could hear the air quotes in that. He runs out because the truck is being towed and then he fucking, he's like, this is my truck. And then he grabs his fucking shotgun, his rifle or whatever it is, out of the car and he's pointing it at the guy and then the the fucking tow truck driver pulls his little revolver, it's a big revolver, it's like a dirty hairy gun, out of his coveralls and he's like, please. And my only question is, what is that supposed to do? This dude has his gun pointed yeah, at your face he's literally already. literally aiming it at you. <laughs> what is that supposed to prove? I think it's supposed to prove how totally jaded New York tow truck drivers are. And they're just like, the fuck are you going to do? Look, I got a gun too. We all got guns. That brings us almost to the end of the notes, except I wrote down one more thing. Noisy cricket, because that's one thing that everybody will remember from this movie oh, forever. absolutely. The noisy cricket. You gave me this little classic. midget cricket. <laughs> Which turns out to be why did he give him that gun? <laughs> that is the one. That is the one thing that doesn't make sense in the writing of that because it, it's a it's a fantastic gag that that it suddenly becomes like this massively. But yeah, why the fuck would you give him that gun? Why wouldn't you give him the little splatter gun like you like D had in the opening scene? Yeah, you know, like it seemed that that seems like that should just be standard issue. Yeah, that little the little handgun. But no, he gives him this tiny little thing that blows everything up. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't get it, <laughs> but okay, it's fine. It's, it's fine. It, that's it's because it's really funny. If that's my biggest complaint, I think we're good. I, th- you know what? I think this is an example of Kay's dry sense of humor. Kay thinks it's fucking hilarious to give him that gun. <laughs> Kay's not laughing, except he's laughing inside. Inside, it's all a joke to him. Kay is, like I said, you know, he's just a really dry sense of humor, but he's got a sense of humor clearly what happens next you have to guide me usually i usually i'm guiding but i can't do it i can't do it do they go see the dog now next they next they go to find the cat oh they gotta find the cat oh, oh no right. no no excuse excuse me they have to excuse go to the me. morgue now don't no they? they find out from the yeah they go and see the dog yeah okay. to try and find out about the galaxy where the galaxy is and the dog explains to him that the galaxy just because something's important doesn't mean it's not very very small and then will smith sees the cat up on the thing and he goes i think i know what happened and then they they both converge at the morgue. Yes. Then we see David Cross. David David Cross, who is <laughs> awesome, fantastic for the thirty seconds he's on screen. That was that was before anybody cared about him too. Really, I bet he that was just. It was. Um, he was I, a comedian. Probably. I think he but. was doing Mr. Show at the time. It was right around that time period. He was he was kind of he was kind of coming into some celebrity, but he was still pretty underground. Comedy fans knew him, but I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Tobias Funke was uh, <laughs> running the running the desk at the morgue I, I i like that he had it if you look i only noticed it this time in his left ear is a noose earring i noticed he was pierced but i didn't see what it no, was it's a noose <laughs> it's like i'm looking for a dead man and he's like yeah that means what to me <laughs> like this is sort of the role that defined david cross's like perceived persona <laughs> like yeah, so like like he's just some jaded hipster, you know. Isn't he though? He is. No, he's totally he's he's totally in nineties <laughs> jade nineties jaded hipster nineties version of the jaded hipster. Now this is also where we the bad guy gets gets Linda Fior whatever the fuck Fiorentino. Her name is. Yeah, her and he he has her and she's like I don't know where the cat is I don't know where the fucking cat is because nobody knows where the cat is. She knows are, where the cat is. She just knows that I if know she, she tells him, she's dead. Cats are fickle and stupid, anyways. Fuck them. She's trying to. She's trying to do the right thing. And incidentally, she doesn't know that that cat has the galaxy around its neck. All she knows is that this guy's a bad guy, and she has to protect the cat from it. She's risking her life for a fucking cat, as far as she knows. I mean, wow, what a person. Or you know, a fucking her and, weirdo. Her and John Wick should get together. Yeah, there you go. See, it's like a perfect yin and yang. Jay finally shows up and. <laughs> That whole scene with him and Linda Fiorentino. I will, baby. I will. You need to see this. You don't need to hit the gas that hard. Damn. (laughs) Where are we at now? Where the fuck do they go after that? After that, he he kidnaps Linda Fiorentino and they make their way to the, uh, to Queens, to the World Fair site because they've got his ship. The bad, the the other aliens that are trying to, they're going to destroy the world if the, if the, if Orion's belt, the galaxy doesn't fucking come back to them or whatever. If they don't give them the galaxy, they're going to destroy the planet. And then there's that Archillians. Archillians? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's that line about, hey, old guys, Jay finally gets a fucking real gun. Now that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Then we get the car in the tunnel scene. 
with Elvis. Oh yeah, and with Elvis and Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee Jones. I'm telling you, Kay is just laughing his ass off inside the entire movie. <laughs> he is the whole time. There's your conspiracy theory for the for this movie. Kay is secretly fucking with Jay the entire time. That does explain why he makes him fucking play doctor to that squid lady giving birth. Yep, he's fucking with him. He's hazing, hazing him. Into, yes. He's hazing him into the role. <laughs> we get a really good se- well after the bad guy throws Linda for Yarantino into a fucking tree because he she like wiggles out of his arms but he wanted a snack so now I feel bad for him he's gonna be hungry on the trip yeah we get this really cool scene where the fucking the flying saucer takes off right so I remember back in the day when this when this came out you know the kids choice awards on Nickelodeon this fucking shocked me when I was a kid because I'd seen the movie and there's that that scene where you know he shoots it like they both shoot it it fucking cr- comes crashing down and then it's like back to the future and Kay's standing there and Jay's like are we gonna get out of the way <laughs> and of course they don't because that wouldn't be fucking cool that's badass to and then and then Will it. Smith does that step away from your busted ass vehicle and put your hands behind your head they showed that on Nickelodeon when they were doing the they were the, that they was they showed step away from your yeah. busted ass vehicle yes on and that Nickelodeon. fucking freaked me out so bad when I was a kid because <laughs> that was when you still couldn't say ass on TV that was yeah that was a hard one that was weird and then several years later I heard Miranda Cosgrove on her show iCarly talking about her teacher's pointy boobs <laughs> And she literally said, oh, we just, you know, she just doesn't want us everybody to see how pointy her boobs are. So now we get that scene where he's like, oh, you want me to put my hands behind my head? And he says it really weird. And I've always, you want me to put my hands oh, like this behind oh, my head. D'Onofrio is so great. I fucking love that <laughs> he guy. He totally stole the show. And then you get one of the, it, it's supposed, it's kind of intimidating and scary, but it's also really cartoony. This fucking bug. Yeah. Yeah. Which no. I love the fucking, I love the design of this creature specifically. I do. It's really nice. He, here's, here's what I love about it. Here's what I love about it. CG. CGI was not on the level that it is today where you could do because in those days everything looked I mean if you remember the Star Wars re-releases and or episode one you know from nine from two years later by the way yeah and all the aliens looked like they were made out of gelatin well the way they solved that problem is by coating the cockroach in a layer of grease which just made him look grosser and <laughs> compensated for the fact that the CGI couldn't keep up yet yeah I mean everything looks like mid 90s CGI yeah but it's okay because we're also in a world right now where there's fucking aliens and well but also because he's covered in slime the slimy looking cgi worked perfectly the special effects especially oh fuck me that very final scene of the marble flicking aliens which looks like something out of beyond the mind's eye i don't know if you remember i don't but yeah (laughs) it was a cgi video from like the late 80s or early 90s very early 90s kind of looks like transformers beast wars a little bit it looks like the lawnmower man yes like the VR sequences go. in the Lawnmower Man, little little closer than my comparison. <laughs> no, Beast Wars is a fair comparison too. Except Beast Wars had a TV budget, and it was a couple years before this. No, it was about the same time in '96, I think. Yeah, except uh, except yeah, I mean that's the thing. Beast Wars had a TV yeah. budget, but it also came like ten years after The Mind's Eye, and like seven years after oh. Beyond the Mind's oh, Eye. Oh, okay, okay, well, yeah, because like one of the first TV shows to actually use CGI, at least cartoon shows, was the Beetlejuice animated series in '89. Which, oh, remember really? That shit? Yeah. That used CGI? Yeah. I don't know what scenes like they're watching something on TV and that's a CGI character. Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize that. I, I don't I don't remember that. Well, yeah, I read I did, that somewhere. I did watch the shit out of that show when I was a kid. Guess what? Box set. They have it. I need it. <laughs> I don't love that show. Like, I wouldn't go back and watch it now. It's, I absolutely would. I have fond <laughs> memories of it at the time, and I think that's how I want them to stay. I think I want him to stay fond memory. Uh, I want to destroy my childhood as much as possible. Because here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Michael Keaton wasn't doing that voice. Fuck no. And that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna bother me. It bothered me at the time. No, oh, did it? Yeah. Well, you, again, you were older. I, I mean, I was for Beetlejuice. I was like nine years old. Well, yeah, that was. And so I was like ten for the cartoon series. I was two when the t- when the cartoon came out. Holy shit. <laughs> Because it came out in 89-ish. So, yeah, something yeah. like that. So, I mean, I was obviously watching reruns. So, yeah, like I was 10. You had that 10-year-old wannabe cool thing where you're just like, this fucking sucks. Everything sucks. No, Nothing's I cool. was just mad because I loved Michael Keaton. I loved Beetlejuice. I was, dude, I was the biggest Beetlejuice fan. I watched the shit out of that movie. And I loved Michael Keaton because Michael Keaton was Batman and Michael Keaton was Beetlejuice and I loved him and, and he was Johnny <laughs> Dangerously and I fucking loved Michael Keaton. I still love Michael Keaton to this day. But, you know, like, and then they didn't use his voice and 
and I was like, fuck you. <laughs> Michael Keaton was too busy playing Batman. I know. But like at least for the Ghostbusters, for the real Ghostbusters, they got that Garfield guy who sounds like Bill Murray to play Venkman. And then eventually Bill Murray went on to fucking voice Garfield. Voice Garfield, of course. Yes, it was the perfect the perfect turnabout. Even though Bill Murray only voiced Garfield because he thought the Coen brothers were directing it. Yeah, well, then why'd he sign on for the second movie? He probably signed the contract before he made the first movie. Tell me Bill Murray can't get out of a contract. <laughs> fucking bullshit. He maybe, wanted to do that. Maybe he bought a car. Maybe he you bought know what? a house or something. You know what? He, he, he wanted to do the voice of Garfield because people had been saying forever how maybe. Garfield sounded like he was done by Bill Murray. So Bill Murray was like, fuck you, Garfield. Field is gonna be Bill Murray, motherfuckers. Even though it's one of the worst movies fucking ever. It's so bad. I watched it. I watched half of it. I don't even think I made it through half of it. Now that I think about, it. I think I think I probably made it in twenty minutes. I have a thing. I, I like. I need to power through. I'll give a movie fifteen to twenty, and and if it's been pure shit up to that point, <laughs> I, my life's too short for that. There are too many movies to watch. My life's too fucking long. There are too many movies to watch. I don't have time to waste them on shitty movies. If my grandfather is any indicator, I'm gonna live fucking forever. But I will give any movie fifteen minutes. Any movie? Any movie. All right. Challenge accepted. Feature length. Any movie. Any feature length movie. I know what a movie is. <laughs> I know how long it's supposed to be. Okay. So 70 minutes and above. Minimum. Yeah. Okay. 70 okay. minutes minimum. <laughs> Just for all you aspiring filmmakers out there, if you want your fucking movie to be picked up by a studio, it has to be at least 70 minutes long. So that means you can make it an hour long and just have 10 minutes of credits because that's what they do a lot of the time. If you're a fucking idiot. Well, who doesn't have a story to tell? Write a fucking story, you pieces of shit. Are you are you being the the coach from fucking Letterkenny? <laughs> fucking embarrassing. <laughs> fucking pheasants. All right, I didn't want I didn't want to scream that loud. You can't scream that loud into that mic. That mic's too good for that volume. If you want to scream that loud, you got to lean back a foot. I'm the only one who can hug the microphone and yell. What happens right after he gets out of the fucking skin suit? He eats the guns, right? And then K gets all macho about it and he's like i'm gonna go get my fucking gun back just keep him keep him off keep him on the ground keep him on earth he's like what What the fuck you want me to do like what's so he eats k this is and he eats k like he legitimately eats k swallows him whole and then starts climbing up the fucking thing to get to the spaceship and will smith is like hey pussy come back uh like not doing a very good job of getting him back down there and then he has the brilliant idea to start squishing cockroaches like, oh i'm sorry was that your auntie and i when i was a kid i really felt bad about him doing that and now i'm like fucking kids are so more. sweet kids I are know. so sweet sometimes and yet at the same time they're little sociopaths i was a nice kid man kids can be so sweet and kids can be so sadistic and just absolutely crazy that the massive bipolar nature of children yep i was a really sweet kid and look what happened you turned into this hail oh, satan fuck. we're in trouble i sacrificed cockroaches for satan we're in trouble fuck yeah kill a goat don't kill a goat goats are fucking adorable don't do that if you kill a goat just use all of it make knives out of the bones especially the intestines you make condoms out of those do you remember the line right before you hear k power up the fucking gun and blast out of the, the Need cockroach to get up stomach? out my grill for something bad there you happens. go too late <laughs> yes too late god will smith was fucking cool what happened to will smith man <laughs> he had kids and then he and tried started to make putting it, them in movies he tried to make his kid cool and then yeah. he's like and his kid like was kind of cool in the karate kid which is actually an okay movie like all right I cool i haven't seen it but he's i'll take a, your word for it he's 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 will smith's son right now this is it's good it's not the, not the best but it's his first time well it's well, we can we can work with this and then after earth came and out. then after earth came out <laughs> and then both of them sucked and i was like what happened and then will smith just kept on making shitty movies i'm like dude make a fucking sci-fi movie that's not awful just go back to doing that you you were good at it like i liked hitch and everything but fuck me so he's doing another one it's coming out soon i can't remember what it's called but he plays himself i mean he play he plays a guy and then he plays a younger version of himself aren't they making a kanye movie about that oh good god like where there's where there's a guy who plays like parallel universe versions of kanye i don't know they're doing that with will smith though are they yeah it actually looked pretty good so maybe maybe this is it maybe this is the comeback and we'll see because he tried it with bright and that didn't do well i heard bright had a lot of script problems that's the thing you got to give will smith a good script you got to yeah. put him in a good script or at very least a fun script like it doesn't have to necessarily be super intelligent but it has to be a load of fun if it's not you can put him in an independence day but the reason he gets that that, that works is because that movie is 
is so fun. It's not intelligent, but it's a lot of fun. Or you can put him in something like Men in Black, which is both fun and pretty smart. Or you can put him in something, you know, like I Am Legend, which is really smart and not necessarily a ton of fun. Is but it smart? I think it's really smart. Yeah. The dire- I like it. Now, keep, keep in mind, I, I think what's really smart is the director's cut, not the theatrical cut. Even though that didn't fix all the movies. It didn't. It, it didn't make it perfect, but that movie is perfect up until the dog dies. After that point, it sort of falls apart. The only thing that's wrong with it is the CGI zombies. The CGI zombies are pretty bad. Well, I've actually I've read the book. So and like I. so I I read the book first. No, you can't compare it to the book. No, and that if you compare it to issue. the book, it's gonna be you're not gonna have any a good time. I read the book first too. I wanna Oof. I wanna say that. I read the book I read the book in high school. I not for school at all. I just picked I found it at my grandma's house one day. She she read a lot of books and the premise seemed interesting, and I took it up to my room and I read it in a single sitting. It's a pretty short one, so that was it is sort of easy. It, it, it is. But, it's yeah. like it's like two hundred fifty pages or something like that. I, even, I, I fucking that I fucking powered through that thing. I couldn't put it down. I read it in one sitting. I didn't. I I, I started reading it in the morning, and I I just I was done by the mid afternoon. My brain would fucking explode. I'm not that good of a reader. My I, my eye my, my ordinarily yeah. neither ordinarily neither am I, and and especially at that time because I had I had internet porn to be downloading <laughs> but uh that book fucking grabbed me and would not let go it's really fucking good dude and that is the worst fucking movie to compare to the book yeah no you can't compare the movie to the book because it's a completely unfair comparison but if you watch the movie as its own thing without saying well is it like the book in what ways does it de- deviate from the book if you just watch it as its own thing with the exception of the cgi monsters it's a really great movie up until that point up until the woman shows up yeah that that, that is my issue with it maybe we'll do i am legend at some point we can complain about this in depth first yeah let's, let's get to the end of this fucking movie but you know it, but the reason it works so well is will smith i mean he he really turned in a performance in that movie cage just broke out of the just just, shot himself out of the K stomach blew through the guy's stomach like bad chinese food and and then they're sitting there and and here comes the bug behind but oh linda fiorentino grabbed the other gun and saves their ass and then Yay. gets written out unceremoniously because from she the franchise. might have a shitty attitude and nobody wanted to work with her again <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I think she. I think she didn't fucking want to do it again. I, well, if the script was the script that came out for Men in Black Two, I can see why she didn't want to work with it. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> she was. She was smart. She did one really good movie and got out. Then, oh, hey, guess what? She becomes a, a woman in black. Yes, she does. And then that's it. We're done. Oh, because because Kay wants to quit. He's like, you're you're scaring your partner, man, because you're talking about the stars and being all fucking weird. He's like, well, I haven't been training a partner. I've been training a replacement. You get a nice little nice little scene and does he say like i'll see you around or i'll miss the chase yeah he says i'll miss the chase he's like no you won't no you won't that's the end of the movie the end and we get that fucking killer song sharks across hollywood the movie i think that about does it for men in black it's a fucking good movie right oh it's a great movie way better than i remember it being no it's it's exactly as wonderful as i remember it being because i remember it being amazing well, there you go. There you go. I watched it when I was 10 and just several times over the years. And it's one of those movies that over the years, every time I watch the movie, like, it's okay. Hey, it's that's been really more, good. It's been 22 years yeah, in this 22 movie fucking still years. rock solid. All right, everybody. <laughs> I think that does it for this week. How about a little social media nonsense? You can follow us on everything at the Shark Pod. And if you want to give us some money, we're still hitting our $50 goal. If you want to give us money for that kind of crazy shit, you can go to patreon.com slash sharks across Hollywood. It would be appreciated. So until next week, when we are back with one of my favorite movies ever, I'm very excited. It'll be awesome. But until then, stay jawsome. Awesome.